0: Welcome back my friend to the D Rate the Hate Podcast. I am Wilk from Wilkesworld.com and this is episode eight of the Derate the Hate Podcast. And uh, today we're gonna call this one Misery Loves Company. I think we've all probably heard that phrase before, but what does that mean? Why you know there, there's a lot of people out there that, that seem to be in a bad mood all the time. They they have this inability to see the positive in, in anything. And it, it's—it seems like they try to take the people around them down, and uh, you know, just like in in one of our former episodes, I talked about how smiles and bad moods are contagious. Just like the title of this one says, "Misery Loves Company." You've got some people that just just have the inability to see the good in anything. They're constantly complaining about everything, and that does nothing but bring down everybody around them. Uh, there, there's just no way to deny it. Um, I've got a sign in my office that says three ways to fail at everything in life. And uh, the first one in there is complain about everything. Um, the other two is never be grateful and blame everybody else for your mistakes. But uh, but today we're going to focus on the complaining about everything. When I say misery loves company, I think everybody probably can point out somebody in their life or somebody that they interact with on a regular basis that... that, that does nothing but complain. They they can't see the positive in anything. They um they're constantly every everything they talk about is negative. Uh, whether it's uh, negative negativity in the news, negativity about work, negativity about their home life, negativity about their kids, their husband, their wife, whatever the case may be. But th- nothing that comes out of their mouth is positive. They, they have that inability to, to look at the positive things in life, to be truly grateful for all the good things versus vocal about all the bad. Now, as I've mentioned before in this podcast, and, and I try to be as honest as I can be with with everything that I talk about on this podcast because, like I've said before, this, this podcast is made up of uh, the... Lessons that I've learned from the mistakes I've made from my life. And there's been a lot of times in my life where I've been a pretty negative person. Um, but, but years ago, I did hear um, somebody make the, you know, I, I think I asked somebody how they were doing or, or whatever, just out of, just out of courtesy. And, and they said, if I was any better, I'd have to be twins. And and that's actually a, a, a comment that I use now uh, myself because I, I just think it's awesome. I, I think it just exudes uh, positivity. You know, if I was any better, I'd have to be two people because I couldn't fit this much good into one. And I think that's absolutely awesome. You know, uh, years ago, I started listening to Dave Ramsey. He's a financial guru. He's got a podcast. He's got a radio show, nationally syndicated radio show. The guy's an absolute genius when it comes to uh, life lessons and money and uh, the the whenever anybody asks him how he's doing he's he he always says better than i deserve you know he's a very religious guy a uh, very very positive guy uh, and he and he tells things how how it is um, and, and you know when somebody asks him how he's doing he says better than i deserve he's a very very positive guy he 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 knows that he is a sinner you know, as most Christians do, and understands that. And he understands that his life is much, much better than he deserves as, as the person that he is, as the sinner that he is. So not to make this a religious conversation, but that is a very, very positive outlook on life. When somebody asks him how he's doing, better than I deserve. Uh, when somebody asks me how I'm doing, You know, if I was any better, I'd have to be twins. That kind of positivity goes a long way in starting a conversation or starting an interaction with somebody. Um, So how how does that counteract and how, how uh, how does that compare with somebody who, you know, like I said, misery loves company. Somebody that complains all the time. You walk up and you ask somebody, how are you doing? Well, I could be better. Or you ask somebody, you know, how am I doing? Yeah, well, you know what, I, I, this went wrong and that went wrong and I woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. My wife didn't make me the coffee that I wanted, and, uh, you know, or whatever the case may be. And, and, and just, you know, that 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 kickoff to the conversation can, can make or break that conversation. It can make or break the person's mood that you're talking to. So... We have to think about that when we're interacting with people and, and, and that first that first springboard to that conversation, that first interaction, that first impression in any conversation that we're having with somebody, uh, are we exuding negativity or are we exuding positivity? Uh, because that can make or break the conversation. That can make or break the deal uh, on, on how the rest of that conversation is going to go. Now, what makes this worse is that can in turn become a domino effect uh, on how the next person that interacts with that person can be. So if you get so, if you get somebody who's maybe easily influenced uh, by somebody else's mood, or or they they already were maybe on the precipice of a bad mood, and and now all of a sudden they've had to deal with somebody that was already in a bad mood, and that that springboarded them into a worse mood, and now they they have to interact. It, it can become a domino effect that that really becomes super toxic and and one person's bad mood can now become a chain of events that that is just ugly. Okay, so uh, you know that temporary ugly, temporary bad mood, everybody has bad moods, everybody has bad days. That's one thing, right? But you you also have those people and and, and everybody knows at least one of them. I I guarantee you everybody knows at least one of them, just a miserable person. Just just never can possibly figure out a good thing to say about anything, and, and that that is is a, a toxicity that that cannot be dealt with. That is one of those things where, you know, they they like I said they they have no ability to see the good in anything. Everything they say is negative, and every time somebody encounters them, I don't care, good mood, bad mood indifferent whatever it's it's always something bad it's always something ugly it's always something toxic and that is a pattern of behavior that can lead to a cesspool of toxic misery for everybody that encounters them and and, and quite honestly it can't be tolerated all right. So let's go with this. Uh, in, in financial circles, they say that um, you're going to be the product of or you're going to be the average of the, the five people that you hang around the most, uh, you know, in, in in financial terms. So uh, in, and I believe I, I very much believe that that uh, that the same is true for um, people, uh, you know, mentally or mentally. Physi- or uh, psych- psych- psychologically I guess whatever I don't know I'm not a psychoanalyst psychotherapist psycho anything I hope but uh, you know if you're hanging around with five people that are in bad moods all the time you, you know you're gonna you you are gonna be incapable of being in a good mood it's just gonna be impossible um, if half the people you hang around are, are positive and outgoing and, and cheery you know you got a good good chance of being positive outgoing and cheery Um but but if the people that you hang around the most and the people that you interact with the most are so incredibly negative you are going to be pretty much incapable of being a positive person so what am I saying here um If you're around somebody, and like I said, everybody's going to know somebody that's in a bad mood once in a while. Everybody's going to be, you know, forced to deal with people that are are, are negative. It's just going to be part of life, and we have to deal with that. But if you have somebody in your life that is constantly negative, has the inability to see the positive in anything, uh, you know, you've got to encourage that person to get some help. You have got to encourage that person to... Uh, to do some soul searching, whether it be reading books or listening to this podcast or some other self-help podcast or or, or something. But but get that person the help that they need to start to pull those positive um, berries out of the garden of life because they're there. They're there. Everybody, I don't care how bad it is in life. If you constantly focus on the negative, and you constantly have that—I don't care whether it's the perpetually offended attitude uh, that I talk about in another one of our podcasts, or or, or if you've got that perpetual victim mentality—if you have the inability to to see that there's a lot of good in life, and you think that you're constantly a victim in everything that you do—you you're going to be incapable of being happy. It's not going to work. It's it's. Plain and simple, it will not work. You cannot be a happy person uh, if you constantly think you're a victim. You cannot be a happy person if you're complaining about everything. I I don't care uh, who you think you are and what you think you can overcome in life. If you have nothing positive to say about anything... Uh, you can say, well, I'm happy, but you're complaining about everything. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to whoever you're talking to. It's not going to work. It it does not make sense. It does not compute. It's not possible. So, uh, and again, like I said at the beginning of this, um, you know, three ways to fail at everything in life. Number one, complain about everything. If you're complaining about everything all the time, you're not going to succeed in life. You may succeed at some parts of life. Um, you know, you look at some of the... the um, uh, movie stars or so-called celebrities out there or, or, um, uh, you know, sports stars or whatever. And, and, and you, you look at the things that they are saying and, and, the, the, every time they do an interview, they've got nothing positive to say. It's all negative. Okay. They may be rich. They may be famous, but I guarantee you they're miserable. They're miserable. And they, they, I call it a failure. I, they're a failure. There, there's no way about it. No way around it. They're a failure. Just because you're rich Just because you're famous Just because everybody knows who you are or Just because your face is on the cover of something all the time uh, If you're complaining all the time You're a failure You're failing at life You're failing at everything um, You you can't be successful in life When you complain about everything um, and, and then like I said The other two is, is never being grateful um, Never being grateful is, is just a byproduct of Complaining about everything all the time And, and then and and then obviously, come you know, blaming everybody else for your problems. If you if you can't take accountability for the problems in your life, you're you're never gonna be a success anyway. So so anyways, uh, like I said, misery loves company. Uh, if you've got that person in your life that that doesn't have anything positive to say, it has an incapability of any time, and I don't mean like I said once in a while somebody's in a bad mood they got a bad day whatever the case may be i get it no everybody's got a bad day but that's that one person if they if they constantly have nothing good to say about somebody or they have nothing good to say about anything in their life you know, you got to cut that stuff out. That's toxic. It's a cancer to you. It's a cancer to uh, uh, to everybody that has to encounter them. So you've got to call that person out on that. Tell them to get some help. Uh, you know, uh, maybe they don't even know it. Uh, chances are they do, but maybe they don't. And you just have to tell them, hey, uh, you know, if you don't have anything positive to say, don't bother talking to me. Uh, because like I said, uh, you know just like the the, the being the uh, average of the five people you're around the most, uh, you know if you're around somebody who's negative all the time, if you're around somebody who's got an inability to see the positive in anything, that's gonna drag you down. That's gonna drag down the the uh, mood in, in your life. It's gonna drag down the ability for you to be positive about things and, and nobody wants that. We have to surround ourselves with people that have the ability to be positive, have the ability to show gratitude, have the ability to see the good things in life and, and accentuate those good things and, and be the the person, you know, surround yourself with people that you want to be like, you know, do you want to be around somebody who's miserable all the time? Because I guarantee it's going to make you miserable. Do you want to be around somebody? Do you want to be a positive person? Do you want to be an upbeat person? Do you want to really, really enjoy life and be able to be grateful for everything that you've got? Uh, then you've got to find some people and you've got to be around people. You've got to surround yourself with people that truly know how to be positive. Pick those positive berries from the garden of life. Pick those people that really know how to enjoy life and surround yourself with those people. And it's going to make your life a whole lot better. Okay, with that, so each week I try to wrap up each episode with a good news story, a good deed story, uh, with all the doom and gloom media, bleeds it leads, everything's negative, especially right now. I mean, we're in the second week of June in 2020, people are going to look back on this year and just cringe, And but we all need some that good news, that good deed kind of story that makes us feel good, and... Uh, and, and the one that I'm going to do this week, I I actually, i, I got to say I'm guilty last week. I, I, I don't know how I did it, but when I finished my recording and my wife and I listened to it, I realized I didn't put one in there. But uh, this week I'm definitely going to do it. Uh, we've got a good news story out of North Georgia um, where a young lady by the name of Ella Offutt, um got an idea to do Mother's Day cards for all the gals... Uh, uh, at a at a, a local nursing home, local long-term care facility. So, m- little uh, little Miss Ella Offit from Redbug Middle School in Calhoun, uh, Georgia, uh, went ahead and made 63 homemade Mother's Day cards for uh, all the ladies in the Morning Point Long-Term Care Facility in Calhoun, Georgia. There, uh, many of them with Alzheimer's, and 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 obviously with everything that we're going through in the world right now, many of them couldn't be. Uh, with family, and, and and maybe didn't have any family to to stop by on Mother's Day, but but uh, young Miss Ella put together these these Mother's Day cards uh, with special messages and Bible verses and and just really made the day of a lot of these uh, a lot of these women and and I think that is just incredibly special definitely big kudos going out to young miss Ella Offitt in uh, from Redbug middle school in, in Calhoun Georgia and that's the kind of story that makes me feel good it makes me you know renews my faith in humanity so way to go and keep up stuff like like that so i'm gonna wrap up this episode of the derate the hate podcast again i'm wilk from wilksworld.com check us out subscribe wherever you get your podcasts share it leave us a comment it'd be greatly appreciated and uh you know when you can get out there be kind to one another be grateful for everything that you've got and remember it's always up to you to make each day what you want that day to be thank you very much for listening